Intro music. That's not it. What? He's no good to me, Dad. Intro music. Intro music. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Isn't it really, though? It is, and we're learning more and more. More and more every day, every every week, I guess. About how complicated it gets each week. Yes, indeed. And welcome once again to yet another episode of Banter, Beskar, and Bantha Milk. And Bantha Milk. It's a Mandalorian podcast, don't you know? It sure is. And I want to take a second to apologize right now because I did... Believe it or not, it is Monday evening as Monday. we're recording this. We usually record it on a Sunday. We do. Get it out to y'all for Sunday evening. And I know that there are so many of you chomping at the bit. I got a couple texts today like, hey. Where's the show? No no new episode today? That's awesome. It I'm was like impressed. great. I was like, hey, man, people are, are waiting. Yes. Waiting to hear what Nick and Rob have to say about our buddy Kyle and his Kyle many shenanigans. and many shenanigans. Kyle, Udall, and the little buddy cop show that is what we call The Mandalorian. That's right. And so here we are for another one. And yep. uh, we've got an interesting looking drink line up for y'all a very interesting excited about that Uh, i'm really excited about it because i'm a bourbon drinker i don't know how excited rob is i'm a beer drinker but nick is turning me on to all of these more exotic oh yeah alcohols like bourbon and gin and vodka well i'm glad i could be of service well thank you this one uh, (laughs) actually comes from uh, a fan of ours from all the way in sunny south jersey sunny south jersey that's right all the way from south jersey our our buddy brian Brian. does this gunslinger cocktail because this week Episode five is episode called five, the, the Gunslinger. Gunslinger. Great episode, right? Great episode. I loved it. Yeah, I enjoyed I, it a lot. I have loved every episode. Now, also, fun thing I noticed: uh, John Favreau has said sure. that before he even got the not even approval, but before he even went to Disney and and they said yes, let's write the show. He wrote the first four episodes because he was so excited and he was so hoping that he could get it greenlit. Okay. So this was episode five. So this was after that. And yeah. you know, that makes a lot of sense to me because episodes one through four-ish, episode really one through three were definitely like a movie-like. A movie-like, a big group. Kind of, yeah. Um, four was more standalone. but And again, we're, we're fluctuating more still, like we talked about last week, between these big, uh, larger scale uh, sort of uh, things and then these more intimate stories. And this one seemed not as intimate as like our previous episode where right. they were on the planet helping the village. Yes. It seemed like it had a little more global implications, especially because we saw such iconic Star Wars places. Yeah, this one was very nostalgic yeah. and not written by John Favreau. That's right. Who is this one? Dave. Dave I can't say his last Dave, name. Philomalama Ding Dong. Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. What a guy. This one. Yes. And, and if there's anyone who is like better at writing Star Wars lore, I don't know who they are. Yes. So he's outstanding. He's so before gr- before we get too far in, we do want to mention our social media. We're on yes. we're on social media. Did y'all hear? Have you Wait, heard? We're on four different social. We're medias. all over the place, and we're, and we're actually just expanding. Five. We're on Pinterest as well. We're on Pinterest. We are on Man, Pinterest. Man, I don't even know. I didn't know we had a Pinterest. I do get a lot of emails from them. so yes. I guess that makes sense. So I set up an I set up an if this then that uh, free plug. Uh, so that every time we put something out on Instagram, it also goes out onto Pinterest. Yeah, so if you're one of those Pinterest followers, I don't know, my wife does Pinterest, I don't know about Pinterest, but if you're on Pinterest, you know, follow our board, I guess we have a board. That I guess you can it's a board, around. I don't know, I haven't even looked at it, um, I just know that somehow it goes there, it's probably 
chaos at this That's, point. Yeah. But hey, well, whatever. Life goes with on. pictures. Life goes on. Life nothing goes nothing on. wrong with Mandalorian pictures. That's but we right. are Bantha Milk Podcast on Instagram. We're also Bantha Milk Podcast on Facebook. Just Bantha Milk on Twitter. Yes. Uh, and you should Save email us. You should email us at BanthaMilkPodcast at gmail.com because we get lonely and every now and then an email helps. An email, you know I mean? an email makes us feel good about but ourselves. But we also want you to give us these drink recipes because we yes. don't want to think them up ourselves. No, so We're lazy. Yeah, we are. So and we our, do like to try and relate the drink episodes to the episodes of the of the series yeah so you know so while the, you're watching if you're brainstorming and you go hmm i wonder what drink we could work into this i should email bantha milk bantha milk and let them know even if you just make it up yourself again my wife was on a couple episodes ago she created a, a cocktail for us we right? uh, that was episode three and it was a delicious oh cocktail. man what that the was the one uh, so what far one was that one? Oh, that was the whistling bluebirds the whistling bluebirds <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yes. You got a whistle. And then last week we created our own little blue glowing drink. Oh, the glowing grog. The glowing that was grog. good too. I like that. It was that. pretty good. Yeah, it was good. This uh, week we're going with a little more simple. Yep. We we don't have many ingredients in front of us. I'll tell you what we got. We got some bullet whiskey bourbon. bourbon. Uh, I love me some bourbon. Yes. I'm a big fan of bourbon. And this bourbon happens to be in a stormtrooper helmet. Yeah, yeah, I got my wife for like Christmas or something for me, uh like Maybe last year got me this really great whiskey decanter, uh, and is in the shape of a stormtrooper. So how can you go wrong? You how cannot. Can you, you cannot the answer go is that wrong. You cannot. You cannot go wrong. Uh, so let's get into making this drink. Let's uh, do it. First, we have ice. We're gonna do it on the rocks, just a little bit, just a little bit of ice. Rob has this little baby glass here. I do. I have <laughs> it's from uh, from beer festivals. Well, I'll just so we have a little baby there. glass from beer festivals. Yep. So what you're looking for here, we have uh, two ounces of bourbon. Two ounces. Um, we're using Bullet. Um, the recipe actually calls for bourbon or rye uh, whiskey, but I like bourbon. Nick so, is a bourbon guy. Yeah, so here I'm going to open it's up. It's from being in Louisiana. That's right. I lived in Louisiana for a couple of years. I'm going to open this up. We'll see if it makes a great sound. Oh, oh it sure did. That was nice. Now All you right. got to let it breathe. Yeah, that's right. <sighs> smells so good. Go it ahead. It does. I'm going to just eyeball the two ounces here. You do it. That looks like an ounce. That looks like another ounce. Let's 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 say that your glass is tiny, that's too. so we'll, yes. So I'll just go with one ounce. Yeah, we'll do one of those. That looks good. Delicious. And then after that, okay. So we're supposed to have <laughs> bourbon smoked sugar, um, but we're running on a shoestring budget. We here are at uh, Bantha Milk headquarters, and we don't have you know all these tools at our disposal. So if you are a uh, Bantha Milk super fan out there and have any idea what bourbon smoked sugar is and want to send it to us, uh, we'll yeah. give you a shirt. I don't we'll, know. Yeah, we'll give you a we shirt. We like giving out shirts. We love giving, giving uh, out shirts. We should have at least a couple shirts out there in the world right now. And yes. by the world, I mean in the world. In the world. Like in Nebraska. Like three different parts of Illinois, the United States. Yep. Uh, South Carolina or North Carolina. And by the way, uh, Illinois, you said it correctly. You do not announce the S at the end of Illinois. That's true. It is that not is, Illinois. Do, do people do that? People do do that, yes. Interesting. That is very interesting. People do do that. Anyway, <laughs> um, so after the whiskey, we are supposed to put in uh, some bitters, 12 milliliters to be precise. I don't know what 12 milliliters looks like. I think it looks like um, maybe about, about that. Just, just yeah, a whistle? There you go. Just a whistle just worth. Just a whistle? A whistle worth of bitters. There we go. Uh, again, we're supposed to have one teaspoon of bourbon smoked sugar. We're just using brown sugar. We're using brown sugar. <laughs> Why not? And we're not smoking it or anything like that. Just straight up brown I'm sugar. Just going to throw a pinch in here and make go. it a little sweet. Yeah, I like it. All right. And then just a little club soda. One ounce of club soda. There we go. And this is, ironically enough, called the... It's the gunslinger. The gunslinger. <laughs> oh, man. 
we whistled together on we did on, on what is basically radio today. That's right. Well, it's it's, something else. yeah, you know, that's what happens. It is. But yeah, so the title of these chapter five is the Gunslinger. The name of our drink, it's the, gunslinger. the Gunslinger. Let's see how. So we got to so give it a little shake to dissolve that brown sugar. Get in that there. brown sugar broken up in there. You, you can hear, hear us clinky clink clinking it around. All right, I got to do the take a picture. You got to have the picture, folks. Gotta you got to look the for the picture because these always look happen for live. The picture. This yes. is your glimpse into our recording when this you check out. Our, our live Instagram Snapchat. Uh, that's oh man. I am just <laughs> You're showing my age. Everything here. Here we go. Here Cheers. Uh huh. All right. Now. Oh. There you go. Uh, it made a, a weird shot. noise. It sure did. Cheers to you. To you. Oh, it smells good. You know, I really like that. That is good. That is delightful. Um, that is it very is delightful. certainly not as like. You know, you wouldn't call this, oh, delicious, like you would uh, the Whistling Bluebird. Right. It's not sweet. It's not a sweet drink that no. you're going to be like, oh, this is so tasty. This but if is a, I just got fr- home from work. Yes. And it was a rough day. It was a rough day drink. at work, and I need something strong. And yeah. this is definitely that something strong. Yep. So what do we think? I mean, I feel like you're going to have different feelings not being a bourbon drinker. Yeah, I'm not a bourbon drinker, but I give the bourbon the respect that it deserves. So while my cup is much smaller because I'm not going to drink as much of it, yeah. um, I think it's I think it's delicious for what it is. All right. So what do we think on our scale? So for me, I'm going upper upper Chewbacca upper for me. Upper Chewbacca. That's yeah. That's respectable. Upper Chewbacca for me because that's not a bourbon drinker. Now a bourbon yeah. drinker like yourself, you're probably going to rate it a little bit higher. I think uh, I'm going to give it a lower layer. Okay. Lower layer. You know, like a, not an indoor layer maybe. Okay. But uh, you know, like a uh, episode one Leia episode, in the, in the sure. white in the white or okay. episode four rather Leia yeah. in the white uh, outfit. You know, sure. with the, the hair buns, the hair buns, the hair yeah. bun Leia. I yeah. get it. That it's sounds, delightful. It's delightful. It's a great sipping drink. It is. You know, it's, it, I could imagine sipping this by the fire while I put on Disney Plus and watch right. episode five of the either Mandalorian. either sipping this or sipping gin and juice. I'm not sure which, but I'm, you know. Well, I would prefer this. I'm not a gin drinker. We we, disco- we, we discovered just, yes. that. No, it's that's a song. Oh, well, little, yeah, yes. that I know. That yeah. one I got. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so we're going to get into the gunslinger while we're drinking get into this, the right? Gunslinger. Because, uh, now, I've had a couple people talk to me, and I don't know your feelings about it. Um, I, I talk to people online about Star Wars a lot because that's kind of what I do. Yes. And uh, a buddy of mine was saying, by the way, shout out to Kelly. Hey, Kelly, how you doing out there? Hey, Kelly. Uh, he was asking if, if it seems like the energy has kind of dropped out a little bit because he said he was really excited about episodes one, two, and three. Okay. Um, but four and five have just not felt as... So for him, he's lost the energy, or or he thinks the episodes themselves. I guess he was just kind of asking if if he thought that I thought that they were losing energy, and I thought about it because there is definitely like as far as like large scale adventure goes, right? There has been a change in that feeling, most definitely. I I I still really like it, um, even though it's a it's a different energy. It is a different energy right now. um, I agree, hundred percent. Because I I like that they're not going to make this just strictly a you know shoot 'em up sort of a thing it has some drama in it it has it has a a bigger overarching story sure yep um so i don't and, yeah i don't know if i like say also, losing energy but it's just a different energy it's it's I, th- I agree it's a totally different energy because episodes one two and three were huge cliffhangers where are they going what's going on who's the client what are you know what are they going to do with steve. baby yoda what's yeah what's steve steve, steve, the, client. steve the client what's kyle's going to do with baby Yoodle? you know like all this stuff and then Three wraps up. You know, with, anyone who's just jumping in on this podcast right now for the first time is going, what am I, what wh- show is Kyle? this? Kyle yes. and Yudel So and Kyle Steve. is our name for the Mandalorian. Kyle is Mando. the Mandalorian. Since his name so far just Mando, yeah. we're calling him Kyle. And since the child uh, has not been given a name yet, it's we've Yudel. named him Yudel. 
After his uh, parents. After his parents, combining Yoda and Yaddle and putting them together, and you get Yudel. Yeah, so now you're all caught up. Now you're all anyway, caught up. Anyway, go on. So, yeah. So, I can see how, like, the three, you're, you're waiting to find out what's going to happen next. And then at the end of episode four, four leaves off. He, you know, he, the whole episode wrapped up Yeah, in, they give in it, one. they kind of put a bow on it. Yeah, they put a bow four. on it. They said, mm-hmm. okay, now we're going to move on to our next adventure. And then episode five, this episode, same thing. We, we get a, a bow at the end of it. We get for a bow. Mando. Yeah, we get a bow. Yeah. We get some other stuff. We get some well, we we're get gonna get to that. Yeah. Yes. But yes. But Mando's portion does wrap up with him leaving the planet again. Yeah. So I can see how it's like, okay, because there's not like a big Mando cliffhanger like, oh no. It's just what's like, gonna happen to Mando yeah. next. Now yeah. he's, and now he's it's just, just like, okay, where's he going next? Yeah. So that where is he going next is more of a shoulder shrug, like, eh, whatever, as opposed to I can't wait until Friday because I need to know what happens to baby Yudel. Right. You know? Yeah, and I think, again, it's it's season one right. of what I'm... Based on the, the response it's gotten so far... You can only imagine it's not going to end after the second season because there's already no. they've already started yeah. filming. They've already the second. started the second season. Um, you got to expect this is going to be a multi-year thing because it's it's already getting really great reviews. Mm-hmm. People are interested. Baby Yoda, I think, might have clinched the deal for them because even people 100%. who don't care about Star Wars are love talking the Baby, about Baby Yoda, Yoda memes. I mean, there's there's yeah. more Baby Yoda memes going out there than there are. You know, cats hanging off of cliffs saying, hold on, uh, hang in there. But I love cat memes, though. Yes. So, you know, but now Baby Yoda memes are taking over. And I love Yoda memes. memes. Yes. I want want a pet Baby Yoda. Well, now you can. That's what I've heard. Really. Kind of. There's merch now. There's merch now. But did you actually look at, so they got the the plush doll and also the pop uh, figure. Oh, they have a pop figure? There's there's two pop figures. I got to get that. The small, regular size, and then I think either 8-inch or 10-inch one. But you can order them now. They will be delivered March first. Oh, I figured. Yes. Are they they pull in the nineteen seventy. They're pulling the nineteen seventy. Uh, the card. We'll send you a card. Yes, you get the <laughs> card of this is what your toy will look like eventually. That's right. Yes. Yeah, so the by the two... way, that uh, documentary where they talk about that is on Disney Plus. Right. There's this great documentary about. I think it's called uh, Empire of Dreams. Uh, but it's about the making of the original Star Wars movie, and they do talk about uh, okay. the merchandise and stuff. So if you're out there and you've never seen it, check it out on, it's awesome. on it's Disney+. Great, Plus. It's, it's a great, great story. documentary. Um, but yeah, so so where do we start this episode? I guess we got a we got a big space flight going big on. Big space, yeah. So there's a huge dogfight in the very beginning. Which, yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere, huh? Yeah, so it was cool because we haven't seen any, any like real dogfights yet whatsoever. We've seen them flying around, but not really battling in the ship yeah, at they all. were really testing the limits of their big budget tv series yes. with that one and and the so CGI the whole budget. time i'm watching it this is what i'm thinking throwback a little throwback yes he went like that he said where'd he go okay so i've seen top gun uh thousands literally hundreds if not a thousand times wow. like i can i can quote the entire movie of top gun without even watching it from start to finish it's a beautiful thing it is a beautiful thing so as soon as i'm watching this dog fight and he slams on the brakes oh yeah what are you doing i'm getting him closer what do you mean you're getting him closer i'm gonna pull i'm gonna slam on the brakes and he's gonna fly right by he's gonna do what i mean that's the quotes from top gun sure total almost a duplicate except in top gun when he slams on the brakes he goes up and the MiG-28 flies right underneath them. And then he flips upside down and he takes a Polaroid and they exchange pleasantries. This time he just 
slams on the brakes. The guy scratches the top of his uh, razor crest, and then he locks him up. Same lockup as in Top Gun. Yeah. Boom. Done. And he's done. Yep. It's a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful thing, but it was so 100%. And like Top the gun. silly little lines they had with each other, and then especially oh. the um, when he sa- he says, "I can bring you in warm, I can bring you in cold." Right. So <laughs> when he first said that, I was like, "Oh, come on, you're reusing like." Well, to to be to let keep y'all on the up and up. Me and Rob actually watched this at work at work together, but yes, well, Rob we... Rob watched it slightly beforehand. Yes. Um, he, so, he, he like put it on in the morning while he was getting while ready. I was getting ready. So first I hear the the other bounty hunter uh, say, I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold. And I was like, oh, really? Like, is every bounty hunter going to say this? So then when when Mando destroys him, I didn't hear this the first time, but I did hear it the second time when he says, that's my line. That's my I, I was it. like, yes. I was like, OK, total vindication that. Yeah, that totally <laughs> redeems the fact that you did it the first time because yeah. I was going to be like, oh, that's so cheesy. And, I, and I'm not looking for reasons to not like the show. And I was like, oh, really? You're going to do that to me? Yep. But then that's my line. Totally made it made up for it. And then we find out that where is Kyle going? He's going to Tatooine. Tatooine. Like, they could have picked any planet. Any planet at all. It's a, it's a very large galaxy. We've already discovered many of them. Yeah. But they chose Tatooine. I yes. think that has bigger implications that we will discuss later. Yes. I think. I don't so, know, but I think. So, on the internet... They like to call them Easter eggs that are in the show. They sure do. I like uh, one of the internet people that I was watching to do my research was calling it more factual things rather than just calling him Easter eggs. She was calling it nostalgia. And okay, yeah. I like mm-hmm. the term nostalgia much better than Easter eggs. Sure. Because all these things that we're seeing, they're not Easter eggs, but they are total nostalgia. Sure. So if you're into the nostalgia... This was the episode for you. Absolutely. Because there's lots of I it. just love the fact that, first of all, before... The, the first thing we learn about in Star Wars is Tatooine, basically. You know, right. it's like the first planet we the encounter. first planet, yep. And the first thing we learn about is Mos Eisley. Yep. And that is... It is a hive of scum and villainy. Scum and villainy, yes. And as, that's, as that's spoken when... spoken by Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right, absolutely. Or, I'm sorry, Old Ben. Old Ben, that's yeah. right. Um, and we learn that it is a, sc- a hive of scum and villainy while there's a there's a horrendous empire being like forced upon them. Yes. So here we are after this empire has fallen and we see that this hive of scum and villainy has descended into a further lawless chaotic mess because yes. we've got stormtrooper helmets on pikes. They don't look clean, those stormtrooper helmets. No, they looked a little, um, I don't want to say dirty, more like uh, bloody. Yeah, it definitely yeah. looked like there was some, some dark brownish red stains yes. on there. Yes. So. Uh, we can go ahead and safely say that it was not a peaceful transition of power no. on Tatooine. Correct. Um, but before we even get to see that, we land in uh, Mos Eisley and we meet, um, first of all, I didn't realize this character, it was Amy Sedaris. It was Amy Sedaris, yeah. Yeah, from Strangers with Candy. Yes. Uh, which was a great uh, Also, Elf. Thing. She was in Elf. What was she in Elf? She was one of the. Uh, she was the, the. I think the secretary in Elf that. Oh, at the, the business? At, at his business. At the, at the, yeah, that's at the, right. Yeah. So. Who uh, directed, maybe even also wrote Elf? John Favreau. That's right, he did, didn't he? So uh, I so love he's bringing, bringing his buddies in. That's John cool. Favreau is like all he, he must be like hanging out with all his friends, and he's like, "Yo, guys, guess what? I'm writing this Star Wars TV series," and they're all like, "I want in," and he goes, "Okay," because all these people that we're seeing 
in not major roles, but in, you know, bits and parts are all somehow linked to John Favreau, which yep. is pretty cool. Like I want to be friends with John Favreau. Me too, man. So come I on the show. I would yeah, love to on, be John. just like random alien number six in season yeah. two, episode one, man. Totally. You know how many comic cons I can go to just by being random alien number six. Yeah. I'm like set I'll for be life set for life for yes. sure. So, uh, I also love that. And Amy I can Sedaris... say John Favreau's name. I can't say Dave Filoni's name, but yeah, I can it say... It takes you a couple... You can it, get it. It just I takes you a couple it, tries. Yeah. It takes both of us a couple tries. <laughs> I, I just love that Amy Sedaris was giving parenting advice. Mm -hmm. Like, we're all the way out in the middle of the, the outer reaches of the galaxy, the outer rim, uh, a place that's known to be extraordinarily unfriendly. And it's nice that we see just a glimmer of humanity. Here's right. this lady who's like, she's a mechanic. She she works with droids. She, she probably swears droids. all day, right? Because yep. that's what mechanics do. That's what they do. Um, but here comes this little this little baby Udal, and she can't believe, as can I not believe, that this dude would just leave him just there. Just leave him there. And also, back to, back to her role. When you first saw her, didn't you think she was Rhea Perlman? I did. I think she actually Brian had that, mentioned yeah. that. that she totally looked like Rhea Perlman. Did. And Amy Sedaris is blonde, but for this role, she had this brown curly wig, yeah. whatever. But yeah, and she she even like says to him, like, you can't leave a baby in your spaceship all by yourself. It's like leaving your dog in the car with the windows up. Yeah. You can't yeah. do that. On a summer day. On a summer day. It's you a can't good way do to that. get someone to smash and your windows. And we already in. know that the uh, people break into his spaceship all the time, judging by the job right? tearing it apart. For real. For real. So he, you would he think... He was really leaving a lot up to chance. He was. <laughs> now, there is the chance that he just trusts that Baby Yoda can take care of himself. I mean, he right. saw him stop that rhinoceros. Yes. And that brings me to another thing, because uh, my wife sent me this article, and it's a really interesting article about... The Mandalorian culture and their adoption of, of yes, children. I was going to talk about um, that. Yes, right? because uh, we know that uh, Kyle, the Mandalorian, is not was not born Mandalorian. Correct, he said so. Yep, um, he was a foundling, and now we, foundling. we learned later on what a foundling was. Right, um, but I guess in Legends uh, there was they they had this kind of uh, tradition still. So they're 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 bringing this legend stuff back into canon, which I really like. Well, I do like that a lot. Um, and this is the quote that, uh, in the article that she sent me, she said that Mandalorians are surprisingly unconcerned with biological lineage. Their definition of offspring or parent is more by relationship than birth. Adoption is extremely common and it's not unusual for soldiers to take war orphans as their sons or daughters. If they impress them with their aggression and tenacity. Now I would say that Yoda Udal. Udal. Stopping a giant space rhinoceros yes. mid mid charge. Yes, I would bet Kyle saw that and went, "Holy crap! Look at this kid! Like this and, kid is awesome!" And so now, look based off of that, I can I can kind of see that Kyle probably looks as little utilized his son now. Yes, like he, most he, definitely, he saw the the potential and 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 the uh, the fight in this little yes. tiny fifty year old creature, little fifty year old um, baby, and yes. he's like, "All right, now you're my son, and now I guess I'm going to leave you in the car." I'm gonna, <laughs> you're my son. But don't worry, stay I left here. the air conditioning on, stay, the radio's on. Stay here while I go get a pack of smokes. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> he put he put uh, Disney Plus on his net on his, uh, <laughs> yeah, on his iPhone. On his, yeah, on in the his, thing uh, for him. Recorded. He left a little ball disc. for him to play yeah, with. A little something, a little Chrome ball for him to play with there. But yeah. yeah. It just seems like he's not altogether all that well suited for fatherhood yet. Yes, he's he's still learning. He'll get the hang of it. Um, one of the fun things when he was flying in when they first when he first is like floating around after he runs out of gas and all he had to do was turn it off and turn it back on again and then the gas was working again. I've tried that in my car; it doesn't work. It's when a when your gas runs out, your gas runs out. But yeah. whatever, he somehow managed to fix it. He's Kyle. He's Kyle. But there was a shot, and the shot of Tatooine from space, 
as well as the shot of him flying into Moss Eisley are almost identical to the shots used in the 1977 That's New amazing. Hope. I love so it. nostalgia all the way in this episode. Absolutely. And, and to the point where when he leaves the hangar, mm-hmm. he goes to the same cantina. Correct. That Han Solo and Luke and old Ben Kenobi old and ben, Chewie yes. all met up at. And it's changed a bit. It has. And right before then, there was another Womp Rat uh, Oh, yeah. They, they, they used the second, like they used Womp Rat as an insult. Yeah, she called him time. a Womp Rat as, love as an insult. But yeah, so they do go to the cantina. And I, there's a couple of things in here that I really liked and made me think of, of some things. So when you're when you first turn 21 and you go to like a bar or whatever and it's and it's packed and you're like oh my god this is the greatest bar ever sure and then you go back 10 years later and it's not nearly as packed or as exciting as you thought it Happens was to me all the time that's Land- landmark in Glasgow yes, there you go Rowan University you were like oh my god <laughs> this is the greatest bar and now you're like dude really yeah this is what this cantina was like yep it when when we saw Han and Chewie and old Ben walk in there it was packed. Yeah. There were hundreds of people inside there. No droids were allowed inside yeah. of there. Well, none of their kind. None no, of their kind. We don't ex- we don't accept their kind in here. No. Um and now when you go in, there's like four people in there. Yeah, and a droid serving droid drinks. Droid serving drinks. They are E V droids. Yeah, they're the same ones that were in Jabba's Palace. Yes. Jabba's right. Palace. I wonder if it was the same one. You got I mean there's well, probably many of them. I'm sure John Favreau is not going to do that because he wouldn't do um, IG-11 and IG-88. Were That's different. true. But but it, we got a lot of Jabba references in this yes. episode. Yes. That, this was just the first one. Yes. The first of many. And and you, you have to, I mean, it's a bounty hunter thing. They're landing in Moss Eisley. You know there's got to be some Jabba stuff. Because right. Because I guess based on this timeline, Jabba will have only been dead for, I guess, Six years, yeah, because he Something was. Like I that? mean, he was killed during Return of the Jedi, which, which was, was the same time as as uh, the the big battle, the Battle of Endor. And that was five years. Before that was five this, years right? before this. So you got to think, probably only five about or five years. or six yeah, years. So you know, that's not, I guess, a whole lot of time. But right. so, by this time, the the vacuum of the the power vacuum from this giant crime syndicate coming to a earth shattering defeat right must have resolved somehow we don't know how we yet, don't know how but hopefully we will but you know all of the people who were hanging out in Jabba's palace before now have to go somewhere else because they don't have Jabba anymore so maybe this ev droid or one of these ev droids could have been 99 yeah um but and and he was like down on his luck he yeah he, he yeah. had finally gotten his big break working for Jabba and now he, he, he and now he to, needs now he just needs a bartender he needs, he needs a to sling some jing, yeah. sling some drinks that's yeah. right so he's he's at the bar he's at the watering hole serving up now my favorite droid term in Star Wars universe they call uh, any sentient species that is not a droid okay. meat bags okay yes yep. yeah so now he uh-huh. now he has to just sit there serving meat bags mm-hmm. this liquid and it's a real so we we saw the the droid that you thought. Could have been Skippy. Yeah, I, I, was that? I, I don't know. Maybe Skippy the Jedi droid has been on Tatooine this the entire whole time. time, biding his time, waiting for Kyle the Mandalorian. To show up so he can like hang out with him. Although we didn't, you know, we didn't see anything else other than the droid that looked just like Skippy rolled through. Yeah. Who knows it's an R5. Yeah, an R5. Yeah. But I'm sure there's a couple R5 droids too. But I mean, come on. You're going to be on Tatooine and show us that droid with that coloring and not make it Skippy the Jedi droid? Right, exactly. That's baloney. Um, So, yeah, the canteen, the droids are welcome, which is always exciting. And that's when we meet Toro Calican. Toro Calican. Toro Calican. That's right. He is the Han Solo wannabe. He sure is. Not only is he Han Solo wannabe, 
Uh, fun fact, do you know what his real name is? I don't. I want you to tell me. I'm going to tell you. His real name... Oh, well, no, I lost... Oh, it's on the back, he's, maybe? He's flipping over his I'm notes. I'm flipping over. over. I got lots and lots of notes. Uh, oh, Jake Canna, Cannavale. Okay. Uh, his dad is Bobby Cannavale, who's a famous actor as well. He's been in a whole bunch of different things. If you saw a picture of him, you would know exactly I'm who I'm going to look it up right now. I have you the technology. Yes. We, we Bobby have the technology. Cannavale? Yes. Cannavale. Okay, there he is. Let's see. Uh... I don't think I know him. No. What has he been in? Will and Grace? He's, yeah. What um, was he in Will and Grace? Was he, he Will or Grace? No, he was neither Will nor Grace. Oh, okay. He was just like a friend. But he was, uh, there was, he had a big role in uh, Nurse Jackie. He was in Nurse Jackie. I don't know, whatever. These are all things I've never but seen. But I, like, I recognize his face. He's he been was in Ant Man. Yeah. Yeah. He's right. both Ant Man. So. All right. And the new Jumanji movie? Yeah. Um, and so, the Irishman that just came out, interesting. All right, well, I guess he's. I, I got to look him up. Yeah. Apparently so his dad, his dad's famous actor, and now he's he's also acting. He this Jake fellow has been acting in some things as well. He's he's a pretty uh, pretty popular actor for for a young fellow. Rock on. Um, but yeah, so so he we meet him who. He, not that he thinks he's Han Solo, because no, I but, doubt he knows who Han Solo is. But he's sitting is. in that chair. But nostalgia. Exact, yeah, like, there's that nostalgia. Yeah, we should have like a, a jingle. Nostalgia. Yeah. But da bum bum nostalgia. There you, you can, go. You can edit that in later. We'll edit that in later. <laughs> so every time, I'm going to be busy. Because <laughs> bring, bring, every single time we'll be hitting. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So yeah, he, he's sitting in the exact same booth. The same booth. That Chewie and Han were sitting in in episode four, mm-hmm. um, which is just delightful. Yes. I love it. And he's sitting in the same pose. Yeah, he's got his foot up. He's got thing. his feet up on the thing. Like he's, he's been waiting cool. for them the whole time. And he called him, uh, what did he call him? Oh, he called him like shiny stuff or tin can or something. What did he call when when uh, when Kyle goes in and says, uh, I need, I'm a, I'm a hunter and I need some work. And they, the droid goes, uh, there's no, the, the guild doesn't work here anymore. And he goes, that's okay. I went off guild. And then he says something to him. He calls him like tin can or shiny. Something like that. Something like that. And yeah. I'm like, oh, you're yeah. asking for trouble. If oh, you yeah. think you're that much cooler than, than our good friend Kyle, you're in, you're in way Spoiler over Spoiler alert, he's not. And then he, he, he puts out this image like he's so big and tough. And so then Kyle sits down and he's like, all right, well, you have fun with that. He's like, no, wait. Yep. Wait, please. Uh, Turns out I need you more than I need, you need yeah. me. So here's what he reminds me of. He reminds me of like a rich kid oh, who's yeah. trying to just like piss off his parents. Yeah. Instead of going to university, he's going to be a bad guy and do whatever he wants to do. He's, so, he goes on a room springer. Yeah. He leaves He leaves the family business to uh-huh. do whatever he wants to do. And he's like, I'm going to be the worst thing that I can. I'm going to be a bounty hunter just to anger my parents. Yeah, not a very good one. Not a very good one because yeah. he's he's been spoiled his yeah, whole life probably. Yeah, he was spoon-fed. Everything's been handed to yeah. him on a silver platter. Yeah, I, and I, now I, he wants Kyle, our boy Kyle, just to hand him, hand him a membership into the membership guild. Membership into the guild it's by, by getting our good friends friend how did you say her name fennec shad fennec fennec yeah oh if i get fennec then i can be in the guild okay yeah. well you need kyle more than kyle needs you for this pal yep because kyle needs some money he kyle does. needs some dinero to pay rita perlman <laughs> <laughs> so his, his new babysitter his new babysitter yeah. she had a great line i loved her line i'm gonna take care of you and then charge him <laughs> double right. <laughs> it was really adorable it's so funny that in in both uh, Star Wars galaxy and our galaxy, anyone who sees Udal is instantly in love. Instantly in love. Instantly. Yep, 100%. Um, so then they, they decide to go on a, a buddy adventure into the Dune Sea. Again, more reference. Nostalgia. nostalgia. Um, and again, we're going to use this Dune Sea reference again later on. Yes. 
put a bookmark on that. So go ahead. Uh, as we were watching it, uh, you were pointing out something important that's in the Dune Sea. Yeah. As soon as they said they had to go into the Dune Sea, um, it perked my ears up because in the Dune Sea is the Pit of Carcoon. The Pit of Carcoon. The Pit of Carcoon, which houses the Sarlacc. Yes. Right? Huh. And so the, not only is it a huge galaxy that they could have picked any planet. Right. It's a huge planet that could have picked any area. Any area. There's there's five major spaceports on Tatooine alone. That's right. So you could have picked any one, but and, you picked Mos Eisley. But they Isley. chose specifically the yes. Dune Sea. And the Dune Sea. Yes. Like, like again, we'll, yep. we'll talk more about that at the end, but as, there, as that we get has there. to be yep. a conscious decision to choose yes. that. It just it seems too Well, once again, it's Dave be. writing it, and Dave is, is you know, huge, one of the, the biggest Star Wars fans of all time. Oh, so yeah. he's going to try and throw in as many... Star Wars references callbacks, as he can, yeah. callbacks and all and that I'll take stuff. it. And a lot of people complain about it, saying that this sort of stuff is fan service. They're making a show for you to entertain. The, the whole thing is fan service. Like, and it's get a over Star it. Wars <laughs> show. Yeah. So if it's a Star Wars show, there should be some Star Wars references in it. That's all I have to say. Like, I would say so. I'm not, I, I love the fact that this is a completely standalone saga and story. And I love that more than anything else about it is... It's kind of like Rogue One in that aspect that you don't need to hear the word Skywalker once, yep. but you still know that it's Star Wars. Yeah, and, but it, it'd be silly for them to, using this this rich history of the galaxy that they have, not to acknowledge the other mm -hmm. stuff going on. You know, this is, sure, this is its own individual story, but at this same exact time in this galaxy, right. Luke Skywalker's out there somewhere doing stuff. Doing stuff. He's Princess Leia is. Yeah. Han Solo is. So... It would be really silly to not expect right. to and run into these bigger sort of overarching storylines right. at some point. At some point. Um, I do love these speeder bikes. They did a really good job. Yeah, the it, Zephyr G swoop I, bikes. I love yes. that they were like, when they were sitting on them, they were just kind of like bouncing, bouncing around. up and yeah. down. I got ridiculous Shadows of the Empire vibes. Did you play Shadows of the Empire on N64? No, I did not. It was one of my favorite Star Wars games of all time. And one of the, uh, one of the levels was you're riding a swoop bike okay. uh, through... I believe it's Moss Eisley, and then you got to get to Obi-Wan Kenobi's house. Okay. Um, it was like my favorite one, and you had to like smash these swoop guys into the walls into and the destroy walls. them. Okay. Um, so it gave me definite feelings of, of childhood when I saw that. Yeah. Seeing, seeing speeder bikes in use that was not on Endor. I was. that's uh, the only other time we've really seen those swoops in use. Yeah. 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 So I was watching um, the behind the scenes, the making of A New Hope. Okay. I think it's on Disney Plus. It must have been on Disney Plus. It was either that or YouTube, but I'm pretty sure I was watching on Disney Plus. But uh so they were showing like um just like nineteen seventy seven George Lucas, you know, talking to uh Luke Skywalker and uh he's sitting on the the speeder that he's mm -hmm. on Tatooine. Not the speeder bike, but the you know, the bigger one, yeah. the, the mm -hmm. T thirty one, the land speeder, yeah. And uh so one of the scenes, and they talked about uh, the original concept of it was a more open-looking vehicle, um, but they couldn't actually build the more open-looking vehicle in real life because they needed to put a, basically like a VW bug chassis underneath of it. Okay. It's actually like a little three-wheeled European three-wheeled car, but they needed to have a, a small car underneath of it. So this bigger more open one wouldn't have worked. So that's how they came up with this speeder that they had. Okay, was that in the the Empire of Dreams? Uh, might have been, yes. It, uh, maybe. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, because, it, again, it's called, if you're looking for it online, it's Empire of Dreams, the the story of the Star Wars trilogy. That right? might have so been in. Uh, that's uh, yeah. probably, it's like a two and a half hour long documentary okay. about the making of Star Wars. That's got to be it. So it's, this, this scene had to be in there, yeah. yeah. 
But then they show, so they show like him driving this little car and whatever. But then they have this other scene where the uh, speeder bike uh, is hooked up to this giant contraption. And it's almost like a giant merry-go-round. So there's no wheels or anything underneath the speeder bike. And there's giant weights on the other side. And as it's going around in circles, somebody's like pushing up and down on the weights for it to like look like it's bouncing bouncing around and stuff. Man, the 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 ingenuity that ingenuity that they had to have back then in order to make these practical effects look real. Yeah, so it was so cool. So I was like, oh my gosh! So I just saw that, and I'm watching I'm watching this this speeder bounce up and down because somebody's pushing it, and then as soon as they get on these Zephyr G swoop bikes and they're bouncing just like. I was like, dude, I was like, this is so throwback. This yep. is so awesome. Yep. It was excellent. When I was a kid, did you ever, did you ever have these, uh, like we went camping all the time and at the campground, there was one, it was a little motorcycle and another one was a little chicken and they're designed for like little kids to, to sit on, but it's like a giant spring underneath and you sit on it. And oh it yeah. Just like spring Absolutely. Back and forth. Sure. Yeah, so once you get bigger, when you do that, you oh, can yeah. get it to go You're all, all the way, way down, and yeah, yeah. And my, I lived in Illinois when I was like twenty four, um, and my apartment complex I lived in had one of those, and I distinctly remember being twenty four, yeah, and being, hopping I'm on way it. too big for this, yep. and just gr- going on it and just going straight back. Uh-huh. And just staying there, and staying, that was yeah. it. Staying all the way, and down. it was, and then you had to precariously get off, right? Because it's a giant spring. Oh yeah, and so you have to find a way to get off before it it hits launches you. and yeah. hits you, and you're in a lot of pain. and you're in a lot of pain. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the bouncing reminded me of that, and also watching this this thing. So yeah, so it was very cool that they did do all the practical aspects with with making it bounce and all that stuff. Yep. Uh, so then they they drove out into the Dune Sea. Right. And they're they're tracking down this Toro Calican. They see another. Wait, no, Tora Calican is the other one. Who, what's her name? Fennec. Uh, Fennec. Fennec Shad. Yeah, Fennec Shad. Um, so they see this other uh, bounty hunter that... Well, before then, we see two more nostalgia. Tusken Raiders. Oh, that's right. Oh, that is... That's right. Man, we got this awesome scene with the Tusken Raiders yeah. where, like, like, Luke Skywalker lived on this planet uh-huh. for how long? Yeah. And he just, like, trounced all over the Tusken Raiders' <laughs> lands. Meanwhile, Kyle has never, like, he, he just walks up and goes, all right, guys, let's let's do some sign he language. He does the sign language. I'll give you these binoculars. And like, you're cool, bro. You're Go cool. ahead. Go ahead. You right? can pass. Yeah. Like, he's like that's he's all like, it took. But, and also, once again, the rich kid was like, yeah, they were brand new, man. And he was like, yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah, he was just whining. Yeah, he's just a whiny little, like. But but I, I, I thought about it a little bit. When you think about, like, I don't know, this tribal uh, sort of thing that, the sand people have going on for them. I feel like Kyle probably relates with, with oh, yeah. their way of oh, life. Oh, 100%. Um, 100%. And, and his, his home world was invaded yes. by the clones, yeah. or the rather the, the droids. And so his people have had people just take their lands. Right. He, he automatically probably has this respect. This respect. That, hey, and, we and, need to cross your land. Can and you like, help us out? Like uh, whatever Tito, what's his name? Toro. Toro Calican. Toro Calican it's says... Yeah, it is fun to say. He says, you know, oh, the the locals think the Tusken Raiders are are whatever, and then he says the Tusken Raiders think they're the locals. Yep. You know, like yep. they were here first. So yeah, so we see the Tusken Raiders first. Then we see a Dubak. Yeah, oh yeah, Dubak, and that's when we're we're that's when we first meet Fennec Shad also because the dummy thinks that oh there she is I'm gonna go get her. But didn't we see a Bantha as well? We did well. The yeah. Bantha, the Bantha was, was with the, with the Tuscan Raiders. The Tuscan Raiders That's right. Yeah. We, we were wondering if we would have to do uh, Bantha milk. Bantha again. milk again, <laughs> but yeah, we only saw it for a second, and we yeah. were able to get a gunslinger drink instead Thanks, of Brian. drinking more Bantha That's milk. Right. Uh, but then we saw the Dubak, and this Dubak was carrying a deceased bounty hunter, which yes. it turned out was a a uh, distraction. 
Right. Because then, boom, out of nowhere, comes she starts this sniper shooting fire, yep. and Kyle's really putting that best guard to work. He sure is. He got, he got shot, shot four again. times this, <laughs> From this a episode. sniper. Four times, Four man. times. It, like, good thing, like, he, you can get away with a lot of really sloppy work, I guess, if you've got a, if a you've got the greatest, chest full yeah, of best guard. Yeah. So if, if you have very good armor, then you can be dumb and That's get right. shot at all the time. That's right. But I guess he's using it to his advantage. He you sure know, is. Hey, I have this, so now I can be more bold. I can be more, yeah, I can be bolder. And then they decide, all right, let's hide behind this sand dune <laughs> for like seven hours. Seven hours. Until it's dark. And then we're just going to run straight at this sniper with a bunch of flare guns. Flare guns, to, because the flare guns are going to blind, blind her a little which bit. Which apparently it worked, it worked. except... Not it, really. It worked until it didn't work. Yeah. Which, yeah. like most things. Yes. <laughs> Just like this podcast. It works until it doesn't work. <laughs> That's right. It's. I think it's still working. We'll it's see still after working this right now. Um, so, yeah. Uh, he They they go after it. Um, and his, I guess, his speeder gets blown up. Kyle's. Yes. She shoots she And shoots we Kyle's find speeder. out that that shot we got in, in the trailer at the beginning before the thing came out we thought that was kyle without his helmet on yes and we find out that it's not wrong so we still have no idea what kyle, what looks, kyle like. looks like i'm gonna guess he looks like oberin martel that's my I'm, guess is that your guess i'm gonna guess he looks like uh, pedro pascal you think yeah I, i'm gonna go with that so that's, let's, a, bold, that's a bold it is choice, a bold choice. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that turns we'll out we'll see how it turns out yep so um, uh yeah and they they rush over to this murderous assassin with her her sniper rifle, and they managed to subdue her. They subdue her. They they get her. It seemed so, a little too easy, right? It seemed a little too easy, but yeah. then again, she's a lot smarter than we thought, because then she goes, "Oh, look! It looks like one of us are going to have to walk home." And then uh, Kyle says, "Go get that! Go get that! Uh, that do back." Yeah. And Toro says, "I'm not going to get that do back. You get the do back." Because he's a petulant little child. He is a petulant like, little child. Like, dude, just do like know yeah. your place. Yeah, know do your what role. you want. And maybe at the end of this episode, you won't wind up dead. Dead, right? So but. then, then of course he gets in and starts listening to his uh, his uh, bounty. Yeah. She starts talking and because she probably listening. has his best interests at heart. Oh, she 100 yeah. percent. She has his best interests at heart. Yeah. So, you know, she, she tricks him into, or not not really tricks, but she, she gets him to see that she's not the most important thing. That I mean, she was right. She was 100%, 100% right. 100% Too bad right. he just, like, botched it completely. Yes. So here's, here's another thing that I like what they're doing. Okay. We, in this episode, we found out what the name of the planet was that... Um, Kyle shot up and where the client was, was Navarro, stationed right? was Navarro. Mm-hmm. So when we're on Navarro, we don't know what the name of it is. Now we find out. The first episode that we see Yoda, Yudel stop the, uh, I forget what the name of it is. Space so, Rhino. The Space Rhino, the, the horned whatever. We didn't know the name of it. In the next episode when she says, what, what, what was the kill that you had? He tells you what the name of it is. Yep. Um, the Mudhorn. The Mudhorn. There uh-huh. you go. Good. We didn't know what a foundling was. We knew that, you know, this is for the foundlings. We, yeah. we just thought they were just the kids. It's active world building. Yes. Like every episode we learn more. We about, learn a little bit more. The and then an episode after that, we find out, we get the backstory of what the foundlings are. They're the orphans that have been left behind at the Mandalorians take in. So I like the way they just keep dangling this carrot out yep. in front of you. You're like, what's that? And then you find out another episode later right. what it actually is. Instead of them immediately going, look, a mud horn. And then he gets you know trampled by it. Yep. You know? So 
mad props on the writing. I, yeah. I really, I'm very impressed with that. Again, this is their, I think after the rise, of, or not the rise of Skywalker, uh, the last Jedi. Mm-hmm. They, they've taken a very careful approach to their writing. Yes. Star Wars fans are, when, when you don't get it right. Yes. They're like a beehive that you've whacked with a wiffle ball bat. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And they want it exactly the way it's, they want to see it. Yep. And I will tell you so far, fans are happy. Fans are happy, fans and are I, happy. I enjoy it. I do. I d- have heard a couple people who don't like it because they think there's too much nostalgia. But I'm like, yeah. But I they said the same thing when uh, the Force Awakens came out. Now I, I get mm-hmm. the new trilogy has its issues, but I liked the parallels that it showed right. between Episode Four and Episode uh, Seven. Yes. I get it. It was some people think it was playing it safe, but I think it set up this new trilogy yeah. in a nice way yeah uh, and i'm just a sucker for nostalgia I and, and also I'm on top old. of it i mean it was a good story to base off of i'm yeah. sure you can find hundreds of other stories that have the same concept sure you know or s- similar story arcs between books and movies and shows or whatever i'm sure you can find similar story arcs to episode four so to go and episode say that episode seven is bad because it's a it's a just a copycat of episode four but it's a it's a story that works. It's so, an homage. Yes, exactly. Yep. Um, so he he blasts this girl in the stomach. Basically, right. hey, thanks for the tip. Thanks uh, for the tip. You're dead. You're dead. He goes back to Moss Eisley, and he didn't even take her money or anything. Anything. He no. Didn't, he didn't like search her. He just shot her, and shot he was her just and like, I don't well, need it. I don't need it because I'm going to be a legend. I'm going to be a he legend. Was convinced that he was going to be a legend. He wanted to be a legend by bringing um, in Mando. Yeah, not going to happen, brother. So he goes back, and he like. I guess he thought that he was going to get the upper hand on on Kyle. I was just waiting for Kyle to hit the the whistling birds again. I, you know what I, I mean? like, yeah. He's oh. sitting there with uh with uh Amy Sedaris as a hostage with Yoda, in. and by the way, when I saw that gun point at Baby Yoda's head, I was like, "Do not, uh huh, yes, dare. don't you dare get you, that away from him. You are not allowed to do that." Yeah. So like, but also, I, I was just expecting like when he was putting his hands behind his head, I was expecting he would like press something in his in his things, and the there. whistling bird would just whoop, and just go like, right uh, around. You you watch the Marvel movies, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So what's uh what's the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh yeah, with the arrow. The, with the arrow. That's what I was expecting. Yeah, and he does a whistle and, like, yep. and it goes through everybody that was in the, in that spaceship. Because he definitely has a couple whistling birds left. He does because he they only used about have left four. Them there if no. he weren't going to show up. Yeah. So, so maybe maybe Moff Gideon. Maybe we'll see. Um. Also, have you ever been to a birthday or a surprise birthday party before? I have. Okay. So when you go to a surprise birthday party, do you park your car right in front of the house that the surprise birthday party is in? Normally not, no. So if you're hiding in the shadows and you waiting for the Mandalorian to show up, would you park your speeder? Maybe park around the back. Right out front. <laughs> Maybe park around the back. Yeah. yeah. He finally comes in in the do-back and he's just like, ugh. And there's a speeder right there, and he's like, wonder well, where this I, guy is. <laughs> <laughs> Hope he's not hiding in I, here. <laughs> I wonder if he's inside. Oh, Jeez. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, you're a moron. Yep, and so, so then he puts his hand behind his head, and he had a... Uh, what was he, that behind th- his It head? was the flash, flash yeah, bomb, he just, the, another he, flash grenade in his hand. Yeah. And, uh, and Amy Sedaris was awesome. She's like, you're smarter than you look. Yeah. What I mean, he's got a helmet on. What can you tell that he looks like? I don't know. I don't know. He looks like you know, like a Mandalorian. Like I he looks Mandalorians like a Man- don't I guess look very Mandalorians smart. are dumb. I don't know. You, you look know. at a Mandalorian. I guess they're dumb. I guess so. Um, another reference in in this scene at the end after, um, you know, spoiler alert, uh, 
Kyle shoots him. He does. And kills him. He does. He's gone. And then Baby Yoda just disappears. Yeah. Now, he did like a spin and fell on the ground, and it looked like he landed on Baby Yoda, Yudel. But then he's Yudel's just, you know, behind some boxes. Kids are malleable. They bounce. (laughs) They just bounce. (laughs) He just bounced and he came out. Now, Baby Yudel also had the most sound effects, I think, in this episode of all the other sound effects. Yeah, they're leaning into the. There's a lot more baby, you know, cooing and cooing and cawing. You know, oh, you're like, oh my God, I love Baby Yudel. Now, do you think that his cooing and cawing is the same cadence as Yoda's, where he says the caw first (laughs) and then the coo? (laughs) (laughs) So somebody said it. I don't know. uh, I think my son said it to me. He said, uh, so, Dad, do you think Baby Yoda's second word is going to be before his first word? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely it will be. <laughs> so yeah. then at, at the end. Uh, we got to talk about the end. Because well, the end not, is what everyone's Right before about. the end. Okay. She says to the, uh, what were the, the pit droids. Yes. She says, get rid of this. And they go, bah, 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 bah. and she goes, I don't know. Take them to Beggar's Canyon. Yeah. Now, What's Beggar's Canyon? More, More nostalgia. nostalgia. There you go. Yep. That's where Luke would shoot Womp Rats. With his T-16 Skyhopper. T- <laughs> that's, that's right. right. So that's how that scene ends. And then you does it. Oh, then he flies he away. He goes away. He very clearly gets in a ship and leaves. And flies away because the ship goes up. It doesn't go straight. It de- clearly goes up. Yeah. They wouldn't, they wouldn't show him getting in a ship if he was just going to land again and then go find his, his prey. No. This was someone else guaranteed. We see this shot. Of just these boots. Boots. If you're listening. A cape. If you're listening. Spurs. You hear the sound of the spurs that we've heard from a Mandalorian before. Yes. Twice. We Twice. Heard, we heard Kyle the Mandalorian with it. And in uh, Return of the... Or, I'm sorry. Uh, the Empire Strikes Back, we hear those spurs sounds as Boba Fett walks out in Cloud City. Correct. So, again. So, here's, here's what I'm laying out. Because the, the big question is because they cut to black before we see who this, this mysterious right. you figure is. You see the boots. Is. You see the cape. Yeah. And now, before... Wait, hold on. Can I ask you this question now? You sure can. Can we do this? You sure okay. can. So, I want you to tell me who you think it is. Yeah, okay. And when I count to three. And I'm going to tell you who I don't want it to be when we count to three. Okay. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. One, two, three. Patrick Swayze. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Boba Fett. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think it's Boba Fett. You think it's Boba Fett? Yeah. I don't want it to be Boba well, Fett. Tell me why. Here's why I don't want it to be Boba Fett. I'm on here. I, I, I'm wearing a Boba Fett sweatshirt right now. I love Boba Fett. Yeah, who does? He's my favorite character of all Absolutely. time. Absolutely. The Mandalorian TV series doesn't need Boba Fett. I agree. But here's what I would like to see: if they're setting this up. For a standalone Boba Fett, either movie or his own series or something like that, Boba Fett's alive, let's do something with him, then I'm very happy. Okay. But if we're going to incorporate Boba Fett into The Mandalorian, don't need him. See, now, I have similar views, but also different views. Now, here, so here's why I think it's Boba Fett, right? So there's a couple, if there, if this is not Boba Fett, then they are throwing us a huge red herring because right. they they laid out very clear like choices that it just seems like why would you do that otherwise? Like number one, again, could have been on any planet, they chose Tatooine. Correct. Number two, could have been anywhere on Tatooine. They put the Dune Sea right, right where in the, Dune are sea. the last known location of Boba Fett. Correct. Number three, they gave this figure that spurs sound. They gave him the cl- the cloak. Like Again, those are the three big ones that, like, why would you do those things if, it, if you're not going to make it Boba Fett? Now, um, if it is Boba Fett, I would almost rather it be like a one-off 
Boba Fett's in this episode and then we don't see him again. I don't want him to have a role in the show. Right. I would have no problem with us seeing like, like what happened and then maybe him setting up something else for another sort of media. Um, But I don't want to see him as a, as a regular member of the show. Now there are some other theories out there as to who this could be. Yes. Um, One theory that I saw that I think is almost plausible. If it, if it is, I think that they set it up wrong because I don't think, teasing Star Wars fans with something this big is a good idea. Okay. Um, but it could be Cad Bane. Okay. Uh, now yes, Cad Bane, I, I heard that as well. Yeah, so Cad Bane, if you've not watched The Clone Wars, Cad Bane was a major character in Clone Wars. He was a bounty hunter. Another bounty hunter. Uh, he was. He had blue skin and he wore a big cowboy hat. Yes. Um, and he was awesome. He was really cool. Uh, but he had a lot to do with the Bounty Hunters Guild and he had a lot to do with Man- the Mandalorian uh, story arc. So people are saying it could be Cad Bane because someone said, oh, his legs are skinny. I don't know how you could really tell Right, that, you but... just saw boots, and then yeah. they look like my legs. No, I'm not saying I have fat <laughs> legs, but they could have been anybody's legs. Um, I just, but I, I, it seems like that's a possibility because Dave Filoni wrote the episode, and Dave Filoni was so heavily involved in Clone, Clone Wars. Right. But I would bet that most of the people watching The Mandalorian might not have been that invested in Clone Wars. Okay. Uh, the Mandalorian is reaching a broader audience because it is live action right automatically when you get uh, a cartoon there are going to be people that look at it as a cartoon right and won't watch it at all clone wars rebels resistance yeah if you're one of those people i will tell you clone wars is tough to get into the first season or two you feel that way Mm -hmm. but after that it gets so interesting and it gets really deep into like the star wars lore uh, and you learn a lot of it. So it is not just for kids there are times where you go oh it reminds you right this is a cartoon yeah but uh, it still tells a very good story, and Dave Filoni's a master at storytelling. And I felt so, the same way with Rebels. Rebels yeah. is really good. Again, I haven't really seen all story. of Rebels yeah. yet, but it, it reminds me of later Clone Wars, where they, they're really dealing with, with interesting stuff yes. in an interesting way. Yes. I don't like the Clone Wars. There's a lot of Clone Wars episodes where it's like, hey, let's follow R2-D2 and C-3PO on their hijinks. And right, like, yeah. Like that. Yeah, that's that's the first like two seasons. Yeah. I, yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I can't imagine it being... Other other Boba. suggestions could be because we know Bill Burr is a bounty hunter and is in this, so people think maybe it's Bill Burr. I don't think it is. I think next episode from, we're going to see Bill Burr. Right, and from what we've seen of Bill Burr's costume, he didn't, doesn't look like a cape-wearing. Yeah. Uh, also, the other one could be the Giancarlo Esposito character. Right, uh, he, he's, Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon, because he seems like a guy that could be wearing a cape. Um, yeah. That's possible, but I just but, I just think yeah. they're they're setting too much up for it not to be. Now the, there is good argument for it not being. Someone had said like, so what you're telling me? This happened five years after all this. You're telling me that at, in five years Boba decided I don't want to go in. I'm just going to hang around the Dune Sea. Oh yeah, I'm just uh, going to. Well, yeah. the last we heard of Boba Fett is that he was being devoured by a creature that takes a lifetime to right, devour a thousand you, years. Over a thousand devour, years. Yeah. So I mean, five years isn't exactly all that long in comparison to a thousand. Right. Um. So and like I said on the past few episodes about how I I read the books, which are, of course, not legend, not canon, whatever. Um, but in those books, there's three of them. By the middle of the first one, he was out of, right. out of, uh, out of Tatooine. Mm-hmm. So um, who knows? Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe they're going to make it that if it is in fact Boba Fett, maybe his burns and, and his injuries are, are more, painful or maybe he was down there longer who knows what or maybe he took over the hut cartel and maybe, maybe he, he did filled that. the power vacuum he could do that as well he That'd could he cool. could be that would be really cool because boba fett also had a because a lot of, a lot of the complaints about boba fett is he's this big built-up character that we really only saw a couple times there was 
a lot more story in the Clone Wars that involved young Boba. Okay, but but they're right. There isn't a whole lot in. I mean, he the has new three canon. lines in the whole in the whole in the whole movie yeah. in the whole series. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not exactly a yeah. wordsmith. <laughs> no, he's that not. Boba. Which is why I thought Armando was not going to have a lot of lines, but he clearly he's got, does. He's got quite yeah. a few. Um, and then that wraps a bow. That puts a yeah. bow on this uh, episode. And again, it's not. There's no cliffhanger. It's just nope. that's it. That's the end. And IMDb does have the description for episode six, and it says. The Mandalorian joins a crew of mercenaries on a dangerous mission. Now, I think that's when we're going to see Bill Burr. Could be, because that sounds like a crew type of people. And yeah. the, the scenes that we did see with Bill Burr in the previews, in the trailers, he was running at one point, and there was like four or five people right. with him. So that could be the crew of mercenaries that, that he could be with. Sure. Um, also, I did find out episode chapter seven, which comes would normally come out on the f- same Friday that the Star Wars Episode Nine comes out, is coming out on the Tuesday before. Okay, so that so, would be the twenty seventh, right? Because so, oh no, that'd be the twentieth. The twentieth. So instead of the twentieth, it's coming out on the seventeenth. The seventeenth, yes. Interesting. So and it not only is it coming out on the seventeenth, but it's also going to have a huge trailer of sorts for episode nine wow. for this latest Star Wars movie. I, you know, I thought that, like we didn't we do a trailer breakdown for the final trailer? Yes, it was the final Wasn't trailer. Wasn't that like a month and a half, that two was a months month and ago? A half ago? The final Me- trailer was on Monday every Night Football. Week I see a new thing coming out. Another with a little new trailer. clip. You have a little right. extra clip here and a little extra clip. And now there. if you're following along, there's gonna be a new trailer debuted on live on Fortnite. If you log on to Fortnite oh, at really? a certain time on a certain date and you go to a certain place in the world okay. they're going to be screening another trailer. another trailer and that by the time the movie comes out we can piece together all these trailers just, and yeah. actually just watch the whole movie Absolutely. that way Absolutely. Yeah. Again, I just I really thought that our breakdown was of the final trailer but boy were we wrong. Where we were 100% wrong. And by the way, I finished uh one of my drinks and then I just poured myself a glass of whiskey. <laughs> you did. Um, because I love bourbon. <laughs> you love bourbon. Um Rob has almost finished his drink. I'm almost I'm finished. pretty impressed. Yes, I mean, it's smaller, but you know, I'm, like I said, give me a beer and I'll drink a whole thing, but yeah. you know, whatever. Rob's got to drive somewhere tonight anyway. Mm-hmm. He's, he's taking it easy. I uh, do. But that's that's all we got for this week. We that had is. a we had an interesting episode this week. Yeah, um, it was a fun episode. We got uh we got action, we got adventure, we mm-hmm. got drama, we got uh comedy. Comedy. Yeah. We got Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Nothing wrong with Baby Nothing Yoda. Nothing wrong with Baby Yoda. Any episode with Baby Yoda and it's going to be a winner. So Yeah. And I guess now every episode has a Baby Yoda in it. So I think so. And they've all been winners. Uh, John Favreau has also said that we're going to at some point get a, a backstory on Baby Yoda. Oh. So probably towards the end. Well, we've got 50 years to work with. Yes. You yes. can't have just been laying in his crib all those 50 no. years, right? Yeah. He's got to have, he's got to have come somewhere, gone somewhere. Yeah. We, I mean, we don't even know how he got to this bunker in the middle of nowhere with right. all these guards, with the all these guards place. around him in the first place. So somebody had to drop him off there. Maybe it was Ben Kenobi. Maybe. Uh, or he's dead. So no, he sure is. That's he okay. Sure is. But, but that's he wasn't okay. dead 50 years ago. No, not 50 years ago. Maybe, maybe he dropped maybe him off. Maybe when Obi-Wan, Went to Tatooine to drop Luke off. Maybe he took a pit stop. Yes. To drop off Udall. Yes. Right? And he just left him like, this is the chosen one. I really got to take care of this. I got to take care of him. But I know, I know this is like Yoda's little little love child. You can just hang out with these lizard We're people. We're going to drop you off in Navarro. Yeah. 
and then uh, all these people will take care of you. It's yeah, okay. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. That's that's what it seems like. Everyone's parenting uh, advice is for baby utilizing. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll he's okay over there. He's cute. He's who cute. could who could want to hurt he's him? Sleeping. Apparently, lots of people. Lots of people. He's <laughs> sleeping. He'll be all right. He sleeps for fifty years at a time. It's all right. So yeah. So that's about it. And that yeah. wraps us up right around almost an Look hour, which is perfect. We're getting we are, we're getting real good at this. We got this just as a reminder. Pat. We really want you to reach out to us. Uh, yeah. Chat us. Chat with us on Instagram. Chat with us on. On uh, Twitter. Twitter, send us an email. Send us a Facebook. drink, a drink suggestion. Um, if you, w- I want you to be actively watching next episode and be thinking, what drink can I come up with for the Bantha Milk guys for their next episode? And you, yes, you can be can be shouted out here. Get a shout out here to Bantha Milk Nation. That's right. It can be a really good time. As, uh, what are all of our followers going to be called? Because you know, like they have fun nicknames for all of our followers that's know. another thing you come up with a yeah come, come up, up with, with a followers a cool name. followers name for us yeah like uh like benedict cumberbatch has his own name yeah the, the cumberblanks the Cumber- right? yeah exactly um, and then uh who else well taylor swift i think they're like the swifties or something oh, like yeah. that or whatever well, that's I don't lame. Know. yeah but whatever. you need to come up with something more come interesting up with something pretty cool Right. So I think that's about it. I think we're going to wrap it up right there. I think we had a good time. I think we really broke it down well. And yeah. until well, we're going to have to be next Monday again. Because... Yeah. So so I apologize to those of you who are eagerly awaiting us on Sunday evenings. Yes. Uh, next week, we're going to have another later uh, Monday evening posting. Yes. Um, but I promise we will be back giving you another helping heaping of yes. Star Wars banter. So from all of us here, we have spoken. We have spoken. I think. Intro music. That's not it. What? He's no good to me, Dad. Intro music. Intro music. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession.